0: This is episode number 60. Who or what are you grateful for? With John Kralik. Welcome. My name is Oleg Loheed, and this is the Overcoming Odds podcast, where you get a glimpse into the stories of individuals who have overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving their personal success. This podcast was built by you and For you, to help you overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving your fullest potential. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a few brief announcements regarding our upcoming events in Philadelphia and Austin, Texas. Both events will feature... Multiple speakers, each one has been adopted or in foster care, and each one is here to share his or her own journey of going through that experience. Now, the questions that have been asked from some of our listeners and other supporters are, is this event only for those who have been touched by the adoption or foster care community? And the way that I would like to answer that is no. This is an event where you'll get a chance to connect with different parts of your own story as we believe these elements are related and universal to anyone that has gone through this journey we call life. The first event is in Philadelphia on April 27th. The theme for that particular event is Never Say Kent, as in you can't do something in life. And it is going to include a panel of speakers, seven to be exact, each one sharing on the particular aspect of the overarching theme of Never Say can through that, you'll also get a chance to connect with hundreds of people within that room through small breakout groups, where you'll get a chance to hopefully explore some questions that you've had along your journey. For more information, please go to overcomingodds.today/neversaycan't. Now, let's get back to our guest, John Kralik, an author of a book called 365 Thank Yous, a book that has personally changed my life, and I hope for those that are willing to do so and check it out for yourself, will have a similar impact. This is a book about a journey that John went through when he was at a low point of his life, and how he was able to reverse the situation he was in was through a practice and a daily gratitude exercise of writing one thank you note to a person that he was grateful for within his life. I am currently on 157th day of this particular process. And I can tell you that from my own experience, it has changed my own environment. It has opened doors that I didn't think would be possible. It has given me a chance to appreciate the people that I've had in my life and really reflect on the journey that I've had to this day. So without further ado, please welcome John Kralik. Welcome back to another episode of the Overcoming Odds Podcast. Today's guest is an author of a book that has changed my life and a book that I would encourage every one of our listeners to check out. It is called 365 Thank Yous, The Year, A Simple Act of Daily Gratitude Changed My Life by John Kralik. This book is something that has played a huge role within my life, as I mentioned before, and in a conversation that I was having with John, and it truly is and does start with a simple act of putting together a thank you note, which takes 5 to 10 minutes a day, which every single one of us can afford, and if you're willing to do so, it will have an impact like it has had in my life. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome John Kralick onto the show. John welcome to the show
1: thank you it's it's an honor to be here and I appreciate your invite and I'm greatly honored that you love my book
0: thank you thank you so much well thank you for putting together that work the the topic of today's conversation that I wanted to focus on centers around this concept of belonging and more, more so why it's important to human beings But before we can get into the broader aspect and talk about the society and the different aspects of why belonging is important to them, I wanted to dive into your experience and really understand why is belonging important to you?
1: Well, I I think it's important for different reasons now than when I was your age. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the things about skype that you know probably couldn't occur in a in an earlier generation is i can look across here and actually thousands of miles and i see a much younger person <laughs> and, and uh you know our hair is so different and uh uh and and actually when i was your age my hair probably looked a lot like yours As oh wow out. okay um you, you know so uh I think when I when I was your age, I I was looking for a way to belong in a profession, the legal profession. Uh, I was looking for a way to try to start a family that I could belong to, uh, that I could feel good in, that uh, would surround me with people who were uh, feeling uh, like they loved me. I wanted to be loved. Mm -hmm. So that's I, I wanted all that. I mean, when I look at it now, uh, you know, I've lost some of my best friends and family members, and you're you're at at the point of life where you know the people who wrote the songs that that uh, give, have given you joy for decades are leaving the world, and and so you're it, it's a tremendous blessing to just to be here, you know. Mm-hmm. On, on the planet and, uh, to live. And, and so in terms of belonging, I think now about how am I going to make my continued presence here worthwhile? Why have I been chosen to stay for a while? And Mm. and so to, to really belong by finding a way to make, my presence helpful and comforting to other people i mean just to be useful i always want to be useful to be of use mm-hmm. that's always been important to me so uh that's what i think about when i think about continuing to belong in 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 this world
0: mm-hmm. well you certainly have done that through your work the the book 365 thank yous as I mentioned to you in the conversation that we were having before, you know, it's a book that has helped me and has helped shape my own sense of belonging in ways that I can't even describe right now. But one of them is that it has given me a chance to take a step back and reflect on the people and the moments that have created who I am today. One of those times has actually been being able to write a thank you note to my sixth grade teacher one of the first mm-hmm. teachers that taught me English when I came to the States. And so, you know, when you talk about the your presence being felt, it certainly has been, on my mm-hmm. end especially. And so the, the, the thing that I wanted to explore with you is that how did that journey, for those who aren't familiar with your story, how did that all begin and how did it get to a point where you were able to recognize this moment that, In order for you to reverse your life and a lot of the decisions and the outcomes that were happening, one of the ways that you were going to do that was through this daily practice of gratitude. And I mean, you speak a lot in your book, and for those who haven't had a chance to do so, please go check it out on Amazon as as well as John's website, but you talk about the different moments and the different thank yous that you were able to do. I mean, as simple as sending a thank you to a grocery store uh, clerk or someone along the way that helped open a door for you, Right. you know, tell well, tell us I've more about that
1: journey. Low point of my life. I mean, when I go back and measure it objectively, mm-hmm. a lot of things were going wrong. Right. I was, you know, in the middle of my second divorce and. I always say that, you know, the first time you get divorced, you could blame it on the other person. But the second time you got to think maybe some of this is your fault. And I was living in a pretty bad apartment and I was working really, really hard. But because of a number of things that can happen when you're a private attorney, and running a small practice, there have been a lot of reversals for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. even uh, huge jury verdict that I was awarded was reversed. Uh, and, uh, so, and I I had a a relationship with someone who, who decided that it was over. And so a lot of things were, were going wrong and I just felt like, I really felt I had nothing to be grateful for. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I, I went for a long walk. It was on a New Year's day, and so I could make a New Year's resolution. And uh, I heard a voice. Uh, you know, uh, people always ask, you know, wh- where it was. Could other people hear it? And you know, no, it was an inner voice. But it, it told me that, in turn, until I learned to be grateful for the things that I had, I wouldn't receive all these things that I wanted. Mm. Uh, When I uh, came down the hill from the mountains I was climbing that day, uh, I decided to dig out some old notes and to write one thank you note a day. Uh, And I almost didn't follow through because, of course, it was a New Year's resolution and three Mm -hmm. days later I still haven't done anything. (laughs) But but I, I did, uh, you know, I, I received a thank you note, which kind of shocked me from the woman who had broken up with me. And it, it reminded me and I started and, and I went on this journey. The thing was, and I think this is true of a lot of people in, in a country that is the richest country in the world. We have so much, and yet we think we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we think our lives are so bad, and it, when when you actually start to add it up, they're not. In fact, I had so many wonderful things in my life that I I simply wasn't noticing. Um, the chief was my the biggest thing was my beautiful daughter and and just what a magical uh young person she was and i go into that in the book and but all around me uh i had so much to be grateful for i had wonderful employees well i had some clients that were making my life miserable i had many clients that were just wonderful mm-hmm. so i needed to focus and and be grateful for those good things in my life and, and recognize them and as it turned out as i did that more and more my life became better all the things on the outside uh i i won't tell you and i don't promise people that suddenly their life will be a magical series of just only good things Mm -hmm. and they do this but you will notice the good things and treasure them and value them and they'll help you and give you the strength to get through the the harder times. Mm. And, uh, you will see how, how rich your life truly is. I mean, there, there are people who have far less than you who yet are grateful and happy in their life. And, and there are people who really appear to have far more of what you want, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who don't have the things that you have. Um, very few people had that when I looked around had the relationship and the chance to have a daughter like I had. And then, and I had two sons that I was, you know, wanting to love and be closer to. So I had really a great little law firm. I mean, I, I had many things to, to be grateful for. And so I, while I thought I was at my most miserable, I was actually in an okay place. Mm-hmm. I just needed to figure it out. How would you describe your daughter,
0: given what you know now, compared to what you knew about her before you started this journey?
1: Well, she was eight years old then. And uh, she was just a magical little girl and 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 she looked at life from the bright side uh, she had a pretty good life despite the fact that her parents were going through a divorce uh, and she seemed to notice all those good things and to appreciate them in an innocent way and and uh, and and was also she's always been a little old and and mature for her her age. And there's a, there is a moment in the book that I remember, I'm sure this got into the book. It, it it was, uh, we went out to the pool at our crummy little apartment and it wasn't heated, um, which, you know, I mean, that sounds like a, a, a whining statement, but, uh, I, uh, we had dressed up in our bathing suits and we were like, man, that's really cold. I don't want to get in that. But she jumped right in and she goes, come on, be a man, jump in. So we <laughs> just jumped. In. it was that kind of joy in life. And, uh, now she's a freshman at, uh, the university of Michigan. Uh, she's grown up to be, uh, smart and mature. And, and, uh, she is at a place where I was and, uh, She is looking around and just enjoying all the chances that she has to learn things and meet new people and having a great time, Mm -hmm. which is what I want her to have. So
0: That's amazing.
1: She'll be home on May 1st.
0: Wow. You speak a lot about the book and the journey that you've been able to go through on your own as far as personal development and, and things like that. My question to you is this. You've written this book what's not in the book knowing what you know now what would you include if you had a chance to revise that version
1: that's interesting i uh, I think that in some ways uh, y- you know i I had always uh, shied away from religion uh, and I was inspired to give it another try. Um, there is a, a great uh, gratitude lesson in, in the Bible, in the Gospel of Luke, where he heals 10 lepers, I believe, and only one comes back to thank him. Mm-hmm. And it's that one who receives the greatest gift. Uh so uh you know i I think that there's a caution in writing things like this at being overtly religious mm-hmm. uh there's also you know I was also uh, on a on a journey to recover from an addiction, and uh I didn't feel comfortable writing about that at the time, but I did it kind of in understated ways that that people who were going through that often recognize and contact me, uh, understanding that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that when you're recovering from an addiction, it's it's important in rebuilding your life in any way to always recognize what is good in your life and start from there. Mm -hmm.
0: Why do you think you did not include that part to begin with? Was that something that you I were would, still kind of going you know, through internally?
1: Right, right. You, you try to be um. You, you're trying to write something something. I think you, uh, a publisher looking at a first book I'd never published anything before uh, is trying not to be too controversial to appeal to the broadest group of people. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you speak of religion in any way, you're you're alien group of people Uh, and and you know I was uh, everything everybody I think is a little scared of public engagement right now Mm -hmm. I mean it just uh, the media is uh, something that enables us all to reach out and touch people in a greater way this conversation is an example Mm -hmm. but it gets utilized by a lot of negative people to attack people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you, you, you're very, uh, I think we're all kind of afraid of, of, uh, getting too much out there. You extra, know? extra cautious. Yeah. Cause whatever you put out there can be attacked by anybody in the universe. And, and there are a lot of people in the universe who do think pretty negatively.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for people who might be going through an experience like that for how they can reverse their thinking? Where where does that really start? Does that start, based on my experience, it starts internally with your inner voice. But just the journey that you've been through, like where, where do people begin with something like that to reverse what appears to be a negative mindset into a positive one?
1: Well, well, I think whenever something negative happens to you, when, when there's like, for example, unfair criticism of you or an attack on you, for whatever reason, the, 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 there's the tendency to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. But, and, and sometimes you have to defend yourself, but you can't become stuck in that negative world. In other words, I what I noticed was it was – I had a, a client, I remember, that owed me $174,000. And, and uh, I was very offended by that in a way because I thought I had done a good job for them and I knew they had the money. So, you know, I, I could have spent a lot of negative energy chasing them down. Mm-hmm. And I decided not to do that. Instead, I focused on providing good service to the good clients who were willing to pay me on time. And I, for me, you know, some people survive, I guess, on the negative. But for me, you're always better off just by focusing on what's positive and, and trying to minimize the effect of the negativity and the attacks in your life and to spend as little time as possible on it Mm. because you don't want to be into that vortex. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think good, you know, at least I believe good people are not sustained or helped by being in that vortex. Some people are, I guess, sustained by negative energy, but, um, I don't want to live in that world. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a good place to be final thought for today's
0: episode and this is a question that i ask all of our guests and that is when the odds are completely against you what are some core fundamental principles that you always refer to
1: well i uh i i have felt uh you will feel that the odds are against you a lot Mm -hmm. and uh for me uh i am 63 4 years old now and i have to look back and, you know on anything that that whenever anything negative happens i have to look back on all the positive things that have happened to me uh we were talking about you know continuing to write thank you notes and and literally i do uh on my worst days uh, have piles around of, of notes I have to write and remember and, and things uh, and, and I start there I, I do start by writing a thank you note or two and I, I have uh, I think uh, we looked at the spreadsheet and mm-hmm. it was uh, 12. well over a thousand, yeah. uh as of today and uh, you know it if you have a list of a hundred and one thousand and two hundred things for which you've been thankful for over the last three, four years, I mean, really how bad can your life be? <laughs> I mean I have, I have to say that this is no matter what happens, this has been wonderful. Again, I have that perspective being at my age, mm-hmm. that uh that this has been wonderful that i've been blessed beyond what i deserve and what most people in this world receive so uh focusing on that i think hopefully makes whatever's facing you uh, more able to be born and, Mm -hmm. and, and deal with it in a positive way that may turn the tide may not turn the tide today or tomorrow but it might turn the tide next week. Mhm. I
0: I think you are absolutely right. I mean, you do have to maintain that sense of hope especially when times aren't going with you. But I I I've, I've believed that they're they're always going with you. I mean, the challenges are there to challenge you for a reason. So it's whenever you come into new opportunities or even something that you're currently in that you might be experiencing an obstacle, I've always believed, and this is one of the speakers that I was fortunate to have at one of our events that we were putting on, she had said this. She said that there is an opportunity within every challenge. Mm -hmm. And since that day, that phrase has been instilled in my mind and just has become part of my daily routine, where I look at every challenge with that mindset. And I think the faster you can get yourself to that point to understand that there is a lesson to be learned from here, then you no longer look at that challenge as something that is completely against you.
1: Well, I I was looking through uh, some things of my father's who died last year, and I found this booklet that was just about falling apart. It was from the 1930s, mm-hmm. and he had underlined every part of it, and it was called Be Thankful for Your Troubles. And it was pointing out to people as they went through their day all the things that they you know, were saying were their troubles, were their issues, were their problems. And it was pointing out that if this job that you have wasn't so – uh, difficult, then somebody could get somebody else to do it for a lot less money. I mm-hmm. mean, it, and it, it, whatever your troubles are, they are an opportunity to rise above them. And so be thankful for that challenge is what this book was saying. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was that was a great, valuable lesson. I took that booklet out of my father's desk and I left it on mine.
0: It's <laughs> amazing. John, how do people find you, and more importantly, how do people find the books in the
1: book that you put together? Well, the books are just available on Amazon, I think, or, you know, uh, they can still, some bookstores still have them, Barnes & Noble uh, Mm -hmm. has them uh, in some locations, and, uh, but, you know, that's why Amazon is so good, they're all, they're, uh, everything is available there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Final... And,
1: uh, so I, I don't because I have a, a job where I, I can't have a big huge public presence. So uh, I, uh, I don't, you know, do a lot of public speaking or whatever. I generally keep my public speaking to a few charities. Mm-hmm.
0: Final question for you. Who are you grateful for today? And why?
1: Well, today I was just grateful for uh, a thank you note that I received from my sister uh, for some help I was trying to to give her, and and, you know, in some ways, not succeeding. But she said to thank she thanked me for trying. So it uh, brought some tears to my eyes. Amazing.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience, and thank you for putting together this book. That has changed my life, and I hope it will do the same thing for other people. Um, you've been a wonderful guest in our show, and I wish you the best of luck with your journey and the things that you are creating for your own life.
1: Well, thank thank you for giving me this opportunity, and 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 uh, you know it's it's just a great blessing to know that that there's someone out there that's been been helped and affected in a positive way by whatever.
0: Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't done so already, feel free to subscribe to our weekly newsletter so you can receive all of our latest episodes, featured stand up and speak up stories, as well as ways you can be involved with overcoming odds. Also, Please consider writing us a review if you haven't done so, so that our message can reach more people who are looking for the type of content that you are. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to having you next week.